Hi everyone, Sandman here. A few weeks after I started this channel, I did a video called Women Want You, The Gender War in Sweden and Iceland. I'm including a link to that video in the description below. In it I spoke about the chauvinistic sitting and feminist film rating system in Sweden, but in the last week I've made myself aware of some new developments in Sweden. It seems like Sweden the Saudi Arabia of feminism, as Julian Assange calls it, is promoting rape culture, if there even is such a thing. Sweden has just allowed a 60-year-old pedophile to adopt a male child. But it's okay, he's only been convicted of molesting little girls, as well as being suspected of raping a teenage girl. And the Swedish authorities are not afraid that he will relapse and molest the child that they have just given him. He was convicted of molesting a neighbor's five-year-old daughter and is suspected of raping a young teenage girl as well. All reason and logic have been thrown out in this case. The panel that granted adoption didn't think to even include his sexual history with records to the suspected rape of the teenage girl before they decided to give him the child. Yet the committee that granted him the child still voted 9-10 to 10 in favor of the adoption even though they knew that he had molested the five-year-old girl. To be honest, I thought this story was a joke at first, done by The Onion or some other paper online, but it's actually a real story. I told one of my friends about Sweden giving a convicted pedophile a child, and his reaction was, they should just line up the whole selection committee and have them shot. This story concludes with the line, The lessons seem clear. Political correctness dictates that no one is really guilty of anything, since it's all society's fault anyway. For this next story, you'll find the description below. It's called Toys R Us Stockholm Superstore Goes Gender Neutral. Apparently attacking men is not enough for Swedish women and feminists. Now they are aiming at boys and trying to purge masculinity from men before they've even had a chance to learn it. Children are not coded to blue for boys and pink for girls. They should be free to choose whatever they want to play with, says Jan Nyberg, sales director in Sweden for Top Toy, which owns the franchise for Toys R Us in Nordic countries. Top Toy is also the biggest toy retailer in Northern Europe, so whatever they do, other toy sellers will probably have to follow suit. So pretty soon, children in Sweden, Finland, Norway, Denmark, and even Iceland will be free to pick toys that are any color. Kids are more interested in picking out toys that they can identify as being part of their own gender. Blue just happens to be the color society picks out for boys to identify the masculine, and pink happens to be the one that they decide to use for feminine. When we substitute these colors across the board, so boys, say, identify with green, and girls identify with orange, then I'm sure that would be fine as well. Instead, what the feminists in Sweden are doing is confusing boys and girls. These kids won't know which gender they belong to, and will probably grow up with gender identity issues because they aren't being socialized to be either boys or girls. A couple of people interviewed for the article had this to say, It is so hard for me to find anything for my daughter. I hate pink princesses says Anne Karen, 39, an insurance broker. She is annoyed by gender-specific toys that teach children to conform to stereotypes. It's great that they have changed the store, she added. 
Shopper Tidor's daughter also plays with everything from dolls to cars. I always choose toys with gender in mind, said the security guard, age 33. I wouldn't buy stuff that is too girly unless she really wants it. If I had boys, I would not buy swords or guns. Karen, a 25-year-old nurse, is shopping for her four-year-old son who likes dinosaurs, dolls, and anything pink. The grandparents laugh at him, but I don't care, she said. In this case, the grandparents are laughing at their grandson in order to shame him away from pink dolls and other girly toys. The invasion of male space has gotten so ridiculous that women are trying to teach their young girls to invade male spaces the moment they pop out of the womb. Kiki, a supermarket worker, and her husband Nicholas, who works in a car rental company, are checking out My Little Pony for their daughters. But they are disappointed by the limited range of Spider-Man toys in the Stockholm store. My youngest loves them, says Kiki. I want my daughters to play with boys' and girls' toys. I believe this is an attack on male play spaces and items that form gender identity. If you can teach young girls to invade male spaces in schools, playrooms, and playgrounds, then you strip young men and boys of their masculinity. Then you can pacify them before they've become educated enough to resist the insane demands of misandry, hypergamy, and feminism. It becomes tough for men to resist the demands of women if they don't understand what it means to be a man in the first place, or if they have had their gender identity confused. I predict that it won't be that long before it will become fashionable to dress boys as girls and girls as boys. In Canada a few years ago, a couple began raising their child as gender neutral. Their son, Sasha, was named with a gender neutral name so relatives and friends wouldn't know what the child's gender was. What's next? Are people going to start calling their boys Patrick and girls Patricia and then start using the name Pat for both like that Saturday Night Live character? The reason this is such an important issue for men going their own way is because it's feminists and white knights that are out there breeding and are working together to destroy male identity before it even has a chance to form. There will be no men going their own way in the future if boys and men don't even know what a healthy male identity looks like. I don't usually step across the aisle into issues presented by the men's rights movement, but I feel this issue is important for both MGTOWs and MRAs. The women in Sweden are attacking the color of toys today, but that may morph into clothing and the very roots of masculinity itself. The end goal might seem to be a completely ridiculous gender-neutral society where men and women are treated identically even though they have different biological drives. To deny humans their gender is a crime, but soon the very idea of expressing one's own gender might be criminally outlawed. Feminists in Sweden think that to acknowledge gender is actually a crime, and that diversity needs to be stomped out, and not with a stiletto because seeing women in high heels is just too oppressive. Well, how about a men's work boot? Well, they'd say that's probably too masculine. How about we get a man to stomp out gender in his pink ballet slippers? I think that's the least offensive and most politically correct situation I can think of. The feminists in Sweden will not rest until men are sitting on the bus wearing dresses with their legs crossed like women. That will probably bring true equality between the sexes, right? Well, probably not. The reality is that feminists shouldn't be pushing feminism on little boys and girls and pretending that they aren't socializing them to be confused about their own future roles. 
The reason it's called the opposite sex is because opposites attract. My Anyways, getting back to Sweden, the Swedish government has decided to remove this bare-breasted painting from Parliament. They say they are doing it so it won't offend Muslims. What they don't seem to realize is that Muslims are coming into Sweden and that Muslims should conform to the laws and customs of Sweden and not the other way around. They also say the painting is offensive to feminists. According to the article in the description below, Sweden's Speaker of the House, Susan Eberstein, said that, I think it is more a feminist issue. It's tiresome looking at a bare-breasted woman when I sit at public dinners with foreign guests. I think it feels a little hard to sit there with men who look at us women. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but it sounds like she feels uncomfortable about the painting, but also feels bad about men in general looking at her. Maybe the Swedish government should abolish male politicians. Maybe only women should be allowed into politics, and only women should be allowed to vote. Personally, I think that would be a great idea, because the failure of a feminist society would happen quickly. What's next? Are Swedish feminists going to start demanding the removal of nude paintings in the national fine arts galleries as well? Of course, if that happens, the ones that show male nudity will remain uncovered to show that men have penises and are therefore repressive. That's it for now. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers! Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.